Hello, listeners, and thanks for joining us on another Building IQ 10 on the 10th tech podcast, where a range of artificial intelligence, machine learning, and data science topics are explored in 10-minute episodes each 10th of the month. We have the pleasure today to speak again with Building IQ's data scientist, Dr. Ray Xu, who is expert on interpreting complex algorithm results to help him unlock some of the most challenging issues in the buildings industry. Ray, thank you so much for your time today. Hey, pleasure is mine. Ray, since we last spoke, I hear you have been working on another optimization control strategy for buildings that helps conserve energy while maintaining tenant comfort. Tell us more about what you're exploring. It's a room temperature um, control strategy or planning strategy, uh, which utilizes the common filter uh, to, uh, uh, to plan the room temperature set point, if you like, 12 hours uh, into the future. Um, so the idea is, um, this is, is a bit of a, uh, I, would, I would say it's a bit of an innovative use of a common filter um, because traditionally uh, common filter is used, I mean, it's used in control, but not um, in the way that, that this new uh, room temperature control strategy is using it. Uh, traditionally, the common filter is used to uh, fuse sensor data as well as uh, the prediction of a model. Um, I mean, the most uh, the most well-known application will be um, the uh, you know the, when we send the lunar module to the moon. Um, you know, we have to know the location of the lunar module. Um, and then you, there's, you know, maybe there's two different ways of measuring it. And then there's also a way to predict the location of the lunar module based on like a physical model uh, as in, you know, speed, acceleration, etc. Uh, and then you just kind of fuse those three things together, you know, two measurements, measure, trying to measure the same thing, as well as a model that tries to predict the same thing. Uh, and Kalman filters provides a way to fuse those three things together. Uh, and gives you a and gives us a um, you know hopefully a more accurate uh, estimation of where the location of the lunar module is. That intro to the Kalman filter and lunar module example is helpful, Ray. Tell us more about how Building IQ is applying this to buildings. The way we're using it in this uh, room temperature control strategy is we're saying we're we're also fusing three things. Um, but on the surface, there are actually three quite different things. Um, so we're fusing the um, outside temperature forecast, right? So that's one thing. Uh, and we're fusing the a fixed set point, which, you know, we can change. If you fix it at 22, then it'll be flat line at 22. If you, um, well, that's degrees Celsius. Um, uh, if you fix it, 23, there'll be a 23, uh, and that's the second thing. And the model is um, the model is about uh, is the fact that um, the the current room temperature should be the same as the previous room temperature. Uh, if you like, this is kind of an inertia model. You know, whatever you have before, you you always keeps on holding that value. So this, this is the model, and that's the three th things we're fusing together. 
and it seemed like three very different things. But, um, and we used the, the result of fuse of those three, the result of the, the fusion as the room temperature set point um, for the next 12 hours. I'm wondering for comparison, how does using a Kalman filter approach to control strategy differ from how set points are determined today in the building? Today, on most buildings that's, that doesn't have building IQ platform, the room temperature set point is either fixed, right? So you, you either fix at 22 and you say, you know, this is your um, cooling set point, heat, heating set point, and uh, your room temperature cannot, it, once you hit the cooling set point, you know, you turn the cooling on, you turn the cooling from HVAC on, or if you hit the heating set point, if the actual room temperature hit the heating set point, then you turn the heating on and things like that. And those those things will keep the room temperature, you know, within a small range around that fixed set point. Um, so if you happen to engage building, if your building happens to have, you know, building IQ, what we call PEO or predictive energy optimization in place, then you won't have a fixed set point. You will have a, uh, a, a, a optimized set point, which goes up and down. Um, and it's, it's planned based on, for one thing, most important, outside temperature. But there's also a few other things such as uh, the, the cost, the time of use tariff cost of power, the demand, uh, demand ceiling, if there's one, there's demand charges. Uh, uh, and also things like um, uh, what else? Uh, the you know the thermal property of the building, which is estimated from modeling process. Right. So um, so in our PEO technology, uh, which is also a room temperature optimization strategy, uh, we there's a it's a two-step process. There's a modeling step, which tries to figure out the um, thermal property of the building or room. Uh, and there's the second step, which is the actual optimization, which is like mathematical optimization step, which um, optimizes the room temperature set point 12 hours into the future, again, uh, based on this model and a few of the other inputs, such as the cost of power uh, and demand charges. Talk us through what the challenges are for AI-driven room temperature control strategies and the advantages of having a common filter method applied. So to actually create a good model, we have to um, have the data, right? Not only just the data that looks good, but also a data that uh, is actually, you know, when I say data, I mostly mean the uh, power profile or historical power profile. Uh, which, you know, the, the power profile actually has to be driven by um, the room temperature um, and as well as the outside temperature, right? So, um, so there's, there's a few requirements on the quality of the data um, before, you know, we can actually do step one of the modeling process. Uh, and there's a few requirements for uh, step two as well. So there's a lot of dependencies. Um, uh, it, it, I mean, by by adopting a simpler approach, which is a common filter, it seems like a step backward. But you know that that's actually 
exactly what we want because we don't we want to sort of um, to be less dependent on those things such as you know such as uh, for example historical power um, because sometimes that that piece of information is just not there um, so I guess uh, the advantage of having this new um, uh, you know, room temperature control strategy that's based on common filter is so that, uh, you know, when we don't have the data to drive this more advanced, you know, machine learning based um, room temperature planning strategy, we can still start controlling um, with a strategy that doesn't require those things. So to sum it up, it sounds like this approach helps to operate a building more autonomously as a first step toward using machine learning and AI, correct? For buildings that is just starting on a journey to be fully optimized on room temperature, right? Because when you're starting on a journey, uh, when you're starting to deploy room temperature optimization onto a building, uh, you don't have much data. Um, I mean, for one, your if if the room temperature is controlled based on the fixed set point, um, then uh, it's very hard for the machine learning algorithm to learn from a fixed room temperature set point. Right. So I guess this sort of this common filter version of the room temperature control just gives um, the building the opportunity to um, to have a uh, to have a room temperature um, or to to be in an operation operating mode that is um, that is easier for the machine learning algorithm to um, to learn from if you like Ray, thanks again for your time today, diving into the new Kalman filter control strategy you're working on. To listen to other Building IQ 10 on the 10th tech podcast episodes, or to learn more about Building IQ's technology-enabled services, visit buildingiq.com. Thanks everyone for listening, and we hope you'll join us again next month on the 10th.